Money stress. More than likely, you've been there. That knot in your stomach that you don't know how to deal with. You know what I'm talking about. The one where you feel really queasy and your heart starts beating uncontrollably when it comes to a situation financially that just happened or anything when it comes to finances that just you have that feeling. But how is it that you tackle it and with grace, with compassion? Because we tend to be really hard on ourselves and with confidence. We're going to dive into that in so much more in this episode. According to a recent Capital One Credit Wise survey, it found that about 73% of Americans say that money is their main source of stress. Are you surprised there? Today, we are going to understand our own money stress, learn how to manage it, and address the financial situation that's causing the stress with a solid plan. But I'm also going to be sharing my own personal experience, my triggers, especially most recent ones, as I delve into my own financial stress that is happening at this very moment because you're not alone. We're in this together. Lista? Let's go ahead and get started. The first thing we want to do is to understand money stress. So how do we define money stress? Essentially, money stress is a situation that you find yourself in where maybe the, um, the money that's coming in doesn't match, doesn't meet, doesn't suffice for what you need. But th that's typically what it means. But I also think when I think about money uh, stress, I also think that some people feel the stress, even if they may perceive, perceive is a big difference between perceiving and knowing intangible numbers. So some people have money stress when they perceive that their financial situation is not a good one. And when you differentiate perceiving from knowing, really the difference is perceiving is you have this feeling and you just about your financial situation or you see things every single month not going your way, but you don't know intangible numbers what the situation is. Maybe it's better than you think, but you're not addressing the situation tangibly, meaning you don't know what those numbers are right? Now, if the money stress is coming from because you know intangible numbers that you're lacking $100, $200 every single month to meet your financial needs, that's a different matter. So money stress can come from perceiving it being money stress, again, meaning that you don't, you don't have those tangible numbers or that you really know intangible numbers what you're lacking. Another aspect of money stress is you want to understand where it's coming from. Yes, the lack of or perceived lack of money could be a part of it, but it can go deeper than that. It could be going back in time to how you grew up and the situations and the experiences that you had. Those may come back when you are in different situations. So you want to understand, yes, what money stress you're enduring what you're going through, but you also want to know and understand also where it comes from. Because sometimes it's one thing of 
being in a financial situation, that's a tough one. And then our past experiences add to the situation and make it worse. And so, for example, in my financial situation, we have been experiencing some financial stress, some money stress. Our situation has changed. We have added caregiving to the mix besides a kid in college and besides another kid in private school. So there are some extra layers of spending that we're some, some that we knew was coming and some we weren't prepared for at this period of time that add to the money stress. But that also triggers in me my past experience growing up with, of having a lack of money and the financial burden and stress that brought upon my family. There were times where I literally, as a little girl, had nightmares that I still remember those nightmares to this day. That was a result of the financial situations and the financial challenges that my parents experienced. And so when there's these moments of money stress, it takes me back. It triggers some of those past experiences, bringing back those memories. And it doesn't make it easier to manage the financial stress, the money stress, because one, there's a situation, a physical situation. There's what you may perceive and then add another layer to the emotions and the stress of what you, the triggers, the triggers that you've had from your past that doesn't make it easier to manage, right? It makes it a little tougher. That doesn't mean it's not doable, but it just, I want you to understand why sometimes that money stress feels a lot more, I don't know, burdensome is a word. It just feels, it feels heavier uh, than sometimes you would expect. And that's why it's not just the situation, but it's your past lived experiences and really understanding and where it's coming from. And you also want to see if it's a recurring pattern because in terms of how this money stress comes up in your life because money stress is not just going to come up once or twice. It's just going to come up at random times or sometimes not so random, depending on your, your situation in your life. And so when you see this, are there some real recurring patterns that you see as far as how it comes up for you, uh, how you feel, how you automatically try to manage it? You know, what is your, because your body wants to defend you, right? It's like, what are your coping mechanisms? You know, what do you revert to? And really be aware of that, right? So that's a part of understanding the money stress. Next, once you understand the money stress, you want to be able to manage. So how exactly do you manage money stress? One is you need to, as best as you can, have grace and compassion for yourself. Again, I'm going to repeat it again. You have to have grace and compassion for yourself. Instead of beating yourself up as to a what you did wrong and why you shouldn't have made this decision or why it's your fault that you're in your, this situation, whatever, whatever things that are you're blaming yourself up for or you're allowing yourself get, have, to have guilt or shame around, put that down. Allow yourself some grace and compassion because no one is perfect. No one is perfect. All right. And being hard on yourself in that current situation, is that helping you any? No. I mean, it's helping you feel worse, right? It's helping you feel worse, but it's not improving your situation. So as hard as, it's easier said than done, but let that stuff go. Have grace and compassion with yourself. 
another part of how to manage this money stress is look for those money wins. A money win, if you haven't been with me for a while, is essentially something that you did well with money. It could be from money related. It could be money directly or directly related to money. So it could be from finding some money on the parking lot. It could be that you've been saving consistently for six months. It could be that you paid off credit card debt. It could be that you had a money conversation with your spouse that didn't end up in an argument. All of those are money wins. And I always encourage you to keep track, keep a list of those money wins because they're going to become useful at certain times in your life. And when you're experiencing money stress, those are one of those times in your life that money, having that list, compile list of money wins is going to help you. That is going to serve you. If you have not been keeping track of money wins and you don't have a list, if you do, make sure you take it out and go through them and really feel and enjoy and be proud of those money wins. If you have, if you don't have any list, start thinking of things that you have done well with money. It could be this year, this past month, in the past three years. It doesn't matter when. It really doesn't matter when. It's just you want to find those money wins. Write them down. If you are having troubles finding those money wins, ask your spouse about what you've uh, what they feel your money strengths are. Ask yourself what your money strengths are. Ask your um, spouse what they feel have been some money wins, what kind of things they feel have, you all have done well with money. So start compiling those money wins to be able to give yourself a boost, feel better, not be so down about the money stress. But that is a way that's going to help you manage your money stress because it's going to give you a boost and it's going to allow you to feel better. The other part of this is that you don't want to just jump in in problem solving mode. Yes, you want to be able to problem solve, but you don't just want to jump in problem solving mode. You want to give yourself a break. Why do I say that? You're like, Jen, but shouldn't I take care of this? Shouldn't I resolve this problem? Yes, eventually, yes, you, you should. But what I'm saying is take a break. And why I'm saying to take a break is because you want to allow your body and your mind to disconnect, to take a break of what's going on. Because when we're stressed, all our capacity of our brain is stretched, meaning there's a lot of fog. You're not going to be able to think clearly because so, so much stress is in your mind, your mind and body and everything. And it's harder to think clearly. It's harder to make good sound decisions when you feel you're really feeling that money stress. So allow yourself to disconnect. Allow yourself to rest before you jump into a problem solving, that problem solving mode. Another part of managing money stress is you want to be okay to lean on someone, to, to lean on someone to talk to for support, whether it's a professional like myself, there's accredited financial counselors, or someone you trust that has supported you. It, that way you have an extra set of eyes when you start looking at your situation and how to resolve the situation that you have at hand. Okay, so those are some ways to manage money stress. And once you're starting to manage the money stress, then you can address the situation. That's the next step. Then you can address the situation because you have a clear mind and you can figure out some possible solutions. So what you want to assess the situation and 
Ask yourself, what are some things, what can you do to change your current situation? What are some quick, you know, what are some things that gives you a quick win? Uh, something that you can do that will, where you will see progress quickly. Because when you see progress quickly, it's going to motivate you, right? And that's just a natural way that we're wired as human beings, right? And you need to ask yourself, do you need to tweak your current budget? Do you need to make some changes as to how you are managing your finances, where the money is going, right? Do you need to make some changes? And what does the situation need? Another question to ask yourself is what does your current situation need in real dollar figures? Remember, I talked to you about perceived money stress versus real money stress where that person knows exactly what's going on with their finances, but perceived as I'm not feeling good, but they don't know exactly what's going on, right? So you need to know in real dollar figures, what is it that you're lacking? So if there's financial stress, that means maybe there's more money that needs to be coming in or, or less money that needs to be being spent or a combination of, of both. So what does that look like to be able to meet that problem that you're trying to solve, right? What does that look like in tangible dollar amounts? You don't want to guess. That doesn't mean you have to have a, a perfect dollar figure, but just have an approximation. And to do that, you have to look at your budget, do a little math, do a little figuring out of what's going on with your finances. All right. Again, and I mentioned it a little a little earlier, is that when you do this, you're going to find either you need to earn more money, you need to spend less money, a combination of the both. What does that look like for you? Another thing, when you address the situation, you want to head on know what the challenges are in the situation. Is it time? Is it chances are it, it is going to be money? Is it ch maybe changing some habits? So, for example, let's say your financial situation was an emergency that you had to pay with a credit card, but your credit card already had a balance. And now you're financially stressed because not only does your credit card have a balance and you were trying to, you know, make sure you try to pay it off, but now you add it on to the credit card balance uh, with this emergency that you weren't prepared for. All right. In that situation, in that scenario, is it, you know, you have to address, okay, what was the emergency, all right, and what could we have done differently? One, maybe you don't, in, in this scenario, maybe you didn't have an emergency fund, right, and that's why you had to use a credit card. So then that would be, you know, and changing some of the things would be to build an emergency fund. And then some other challenges may be that you are both, you and your partner are super busy and working more is, may not be feasible. That could be another challenge. So how are you going to go about that, right? Is it feasible to uh, cut some things in the budget? Is that going to be enough? Or maybe you're going to have to do, make some sacrifice temporarily to work more to find a way to earn more to really, in this scenario, we were talking about uh, credit card debt. So those are just some examples in addressing. Now that you've addressed, you've addressed in terms of some of the challenges, you have addressed in real tangible dollar figures what that looks like to, uh, to resolve the issue. Then from there, you can create a plan. And it's easier to create a plan because you know exactly what you need. Because I remember I told you, don't just jump to solving the problem. Don't just jump to creating a plan. 
you need to address the situation. You need to be able to manage the stress before you even uh, create this plan. And if once you do that, before creating the plan is easier and you're more prepared to confront the challenges, you're more prepared to attack this plan and carry out this plan. And when creating the plan, you want to look for things that you can control. What are the things that you can control and what are the things that you can't that are out of your control? So some things that are in your control can be what you earn, what you spend, and what some things out of your control could be extra things that come your way that some emergencies, right? And or things of that sort. So what are those things? What are the things that you can control? What are the things that you can't control? And how are you going to track your progress? Because you don't want to just create a plan and not track your progress. Because then you're going to fall off the wagon and not continue with the plan. Chances are good. But if you track your progress and see the progress you are making, you're going to get more. You're going to continue. That motivation is going to stay because you're seeing the progress. You're seeing things get better. So you need to track your progress. And if you've decided to reassess and readjust the budget, that's something that you need to do. You need to make sure you're practical and realistic. You don't want to be so restrictive because you, chances are you're, you're wanting to change things and then you decide, I'm going to cut A, B, and C out and it's just not practical. It's not realistic. And when you're too restrictive, you're going to go back. You're not going to have progress because you're going to, you're going to have some progress, but you're not going to have continual progress. It's just like you decide to go cold turkey and not eat any sugar. For some people, that may be sustainable, but for a lot of people, that's not sustainable, especially if you have a sweet tooth, right? Uh, so you want to make sure that when you are redoing your budget, that it's practical, it's realistic, it's not too restrictive, okay? And if you're looking at the areas of your budget where you can spend less, make sure that it's just doable for your household. Let's say you decide I'm going to cut out eating out, but you your lives are hectic. That might not be too practical. Maybe you can cut out some days, but there might be some days that you're going to have to eat out because of the crazy schedule, right? So make sure that what you do is doable for your family, something that you can be consistent with. Consistency is the name of the game. You have consistency. You're going to win at this every single time. All right. Now, if a part of this change, right, is earning more, then what is the best way of doing this? Where you're not, again, being practical and you don't want to be earning more in a way that's just working yourself crazy, right? You need to assess what makes sense for you? Again, some of the things that we talked about was understanding money stress, where it comes from. We defined it, but we also want to understand where it comes from. We want to understand our past money story and make sure that things from our past aren't triggering because that's going to, understanding that is going to help us manage the money stress easier. And in managing the money stress, we want to make sure we practice self-compassion and in grace. We want to acknowledge our money win. We want to be able to lean on people that we trust. And we need to make sure that we rest and di disconnect <laughs> from things to take a mental break so you can think more clearly. And when you address them in a situation, you can, you're more effective. 
All right. After, you know, once you understand and how you're, how to manage your own money stress, you want to address the money situation and you're doing this with a clear mind, right? You're going to identify some changes that's going to give you some quick wins and you're going to evaluate your budget. Then once you address what's going on with the financial, your financial situation, then you're going to create the plan. And part of creating the plan is being able to track and just make sure that when you're creating the plan, it's practical, that is doable, and it's a plan that you can be consistent with. Again, I mentioned earlier, consistency always wins. And just make sure that you're able to be consistent with your, the plan that you create. I hope that this has been helpful for you. Let me know. Uh, what other questions you may have. Let me know what your favorite part about what we talked about today. Were there any aha moments? What were your biggest takeaways? So I would love to hear from you. Next week on the podcast, you're going to meet Dorothea Kelly and she's a financial educator. She's got a lot of value to bring to the table and I cannot wait for you to meet her. Buena pues, that is everything I appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to tune into the show. You can check out the show notes over at jenhemphill.com forward slash 364. That is jenhemphill.com forward slash 364. Remember that being the reina of your money starts now simply by claiming it. I believe in you and so should you. Nos hablaremos el próximo jueves. Chao. 